listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 All right, RJ, a lot of teams dealing with COVID right now. 95 players in protocol as of today. Three teams being particularly hammered by it. The Cleveland Browns, the Washington football team, and the L.A. Rams. So let me ask you a global question first. I I don't follow the day-by-day COVID numbers and all that in the world. Has there been a big uptick? Does it make sense? that the Because the, the, it feels like COVID talk and outbreaks within the NFL is so much more prevalent this week than in any week this year. Absolutely. Is that the case in a societal sense? That's not what I've gathered. I know the Omicron variant is is kind of blowing up, but I... Now I keep asking, is that a, is that like a, a streaming movie? The Omicron... <laughs> I mean, it sounds <laughs> scary. Me. It's terrifying, apparently. But, uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard news that this is like suddenly, you know, cases around the world are tripling like so they are I'm in the NFL. I'm looking right here at uh, Google has some new cases and deaths. New York Times reported one day ago it was updated. Just eyeballing it, it looks like this about a hundred thousand per day. Is that right? New cases, yeah. And that is as high as any time since late September. Is that how you see that, Mackenzie? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yes, there is. Now it looks like this uptick has flattened out the last couple of days, but it, there's been a real uptick from about looks look, looks like what about sixty thousand where it was in the the valley there. Yeah. 50,000 was the low point November 26th. Okay, so we've about doubled. Now, but here's the thing. In theory, it was a lot higher in September when the season was starting. So it feels like this is a case of the precautions maybe not being as diligent because it's hard to be year after year. Well, if you see where that 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 tick up starts to happen yeah, was you around Thanksgiving. We're on radio though, right? Right. Well, with one. So th- where it where it started to happen was right around Thanksgiving. So uh-huh. when people are gathering and and you know obviously so you're blaming Thanksgiving. I, I think that there's. I mean, it's we were gathered at your house. We we were and lo- knock on wood, none of us walked away with with and, the COVID. And let me tell you, Brad bought was reaching his hands into things without really worrying about anything. Into the stuffing. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, he, he was getting all the eating he could get. But but I do think it's human nature. There's only so long you can take, and I know we all want to aspire to better than human constraint, but it kind of makes sense in a way that if September, mid-September, it was about 170,000, let's say, right, cases. So if that's the case, and now it's about 100, you would think, well, why weren't things worse in September? Probably because the precautions were being more diligently followed, all that said, we can guess on the reasons, but what about the effects of this? So which team do you think is, based upon line moves, have been affected the most? Well, the Browns have certainly been affected the most. 95 cents of line move in the last two days. They were Okay, so from what to what? From minus six to plus one and a half. So they were six-point favorites. Now one and a half point underdogs. That's against the Vegas Raiders, correct? Yes. Um, now... The main people now are we sure Baker Mayfield? Baker out? Mayfield tested positive, so he's out. And Stefanski, the coach, S- tested positive. Okay, out. Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Tack McKinley, David Njoku. These are all players who have tested positive. Okay, so the question is: Is this line move, which is over a touchdown, warranted? Go ahead. I was going to say, my, my opinion was when it moved to three from six, which was before the Baker Mayfield and Stefanski news, I said, that feels about right. 
Baker and Stefanski came out today. It moves from three to plus one and a half. And that's where I said that feels like maybe too much of a move. Okay, so we got history with Stefanski where he was out in the first playoff game for the Browns last year. And they beat the Steelers and they played very well. Okay, number two, we all know Baker Mayfield in his current physical state pre the COVID diagnosis uh, was not physically fit, wasn't playing well, whatever reasons for it, he wasn't playing well, hurt a lot of the year. So you could say Case Keenum, not much of a downgrade. Here's what I think this move is about. There's an amount of cases that could happen between now and Sunday for the Browns that would still allow the game to be played. At a certain point, the game won't be played. It would still allow the game to be played, but it would be worse for the Browns. Maybe it's another three starters or four starters. At a certain point, they won't play the game, but this line move is accounting for the real likelihood because there's no coincidence that, hey, a couple people have it. Hey, a couple more have it. Well, what's the next announcement? Probably a couple more have it, most likely. And I think this line is accounting for that, understanding there's a certain number of cases that would cause the game to be postponed or canceled and thus, the spread won't matter. Are the Browns uniquely equipped to handle this situation, given that, I mean, you mentioned the playoff game without Stefanski before, but earlier this season, remember, they were decimated by injuries, and the line plummeted against Denver, and then they went into Denver and got an outright win with basically a bunch of backup players. Was that game in Denver or in Cleveland? I think it was in Denver. I might be wrong. It was in Cleveland. Oh, okay, I stand corrected. No worries. Look at you. <laughs> no, but I will, because I remember that I actually recommended the Browns there and I felt kind of stupid at it. Or, 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 I'm sorry, I recommended Denver because I felt like that the Browns were too decimated. Maybe. I thought the place you were going to go was with a, a starting quarterback that ain't that good. Maybe well, I do then, believe that. in theory, the backup is no big deal. We've right? talked about that several times. Are, are the Browns, even before COVID, were they better off making a switch to Case Keenum in some circumstances? That's been discussed on this show. Yeah, and, and in many sh- I mean, I think that's been widely discussed. And, and Baker, the question with Baker is, uh, and it doesn't really matter now as much, at least for this week, is how much of his struggles are his physical ailments. Because they got to make a decision on him, right? They got a fifty-year option decision to make, and um, or wait, this is this his third year, or this is his third year, right, or fourth year for Baker? I think uh, look that up real quick. I, th- I I'm I'm not sure. I think it's year four for Baker. I think year four. Baker's yeah. the same class so the as Darnold. So the fifty-year option has been decided. Yep. It's yes, but now it's like if you're going to sign a guy, it's got to be this off season. Well, I guess you could sign him after his fifth year, but you just don't see it very often. Ever. Yeah. I mean, we'll, yeah. I mean, even to the point of Mitch Trubisky getting traded, et cetera. All right. So, what other teams? So, Browns, big line move. Personally, if you're playing this game, you got to keep in mind don't feel like, oh, I hope they keep getting sick. Obviously, you're not hoping that maybe you are. It matters how sick you are. But, <laughs> but don't think of it as a betting opportunity because if, they, if there's too many cases, they're, they're going to postpone the game. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The L.A. Rams, who, listen, they already had Jalen Ramsey on, on the list. That, he was already determined when this, when this line was at seven. The Rams were minus seven. They get a few more cases. They are now minus four and a half against the Seahawks. Okay, so you love the Rams, by the way. I do. Generally. I do. 
I mean, Super Bowl favorites? No. <laughs> okay, I just don't know. I mean, you love the Bills. Now you love the Rams. It seems like there's the a trend. Bills tre- love fading. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a trend with your teams, though, it seems like. You like the teams that get a lot of publicity. Like, they got stars, OBJ, Josh Allen. I mean, you love the big name. Teams like the Patriots that are blood and guts. You just don't like them for some reason. Maybe not. Why is that? I don't know. Because you grew up in a, I mean, I appreciate the Patriots. Yeah, but I know. But you grew up in... I thought you always were skeptical of big... Like, I thought you'd be the type of person to say, Stafford's not as good as you think. He's a, he's a stat packer, that kind of stuff. No, I've always thought... I've, I always felt bad for Matt Stafford because he was stuck in Detroit. Uh, he played his best game recently. So... To me, with the Rams, let's keep in mind, there could be further cases. They also are further away from it being so bad that the game gets canceled. I almost think, and here's the thing, Seattle, if they can beat the Rams, you look at their schedule. There's life. There's life. And and you know that uh, Russell Wilson, there's nothing he'd like more than to be heroic and, and have a comeback You know where they get make the playoffs out of nowhere. I think you're going to see a very focused Seattle team. I almost tend to like Seattle here because I feel like there's a real chance of more cases coming out for the Rams, line going down further, us getting that, or anyone betting Seattle, getting that advantage, but it not getting all the way to canceling the game. The Washington football team, where the look-ahead was three, it is now seven. The football team with tons of cases, including Taylor Heineke, questionable with a knee. So this is versus? This is against the Eagles. So Taylor Heineke, questionable with a knee. His backup, Kyle Allen, now on the COVID list. So they could potentially be down to a third-string quarterback. An unknown un- unknown third-stringer? Like a, like the mask man in wrestling? A, a, a luchador. So, who, But we don't know. Who, I, I don't know off the top of my head who they're third string is all right well listen what we know about Kyle Allen is he doesn't hold on to the ball I mean so is he is he um he, does he have it where we know he's going to be out or did he just have exposure he, I, we don't know he's just been put into COVID protocol but he's not the key name Montez well, he, Sweat he must be the key name Kyle Allen's got to be if, <laughs> if the starting quarterback's going to be he out he would be then yeah but Montez Sweat on protocol uh, you know Jonathan Allen key guys on defense have hit the protocol for the, for the football and their coaches worried about because he, he's autoimmune deficient so he's worried about COVID himself so it's a mess in Washington the head coach for Ron the, Rivera. Okay. He fought cancer last yeah. year. Okay. So here's going to be the wrap on this. This is a lot like if you're if you have a finance background, a stock merger, a company merger. So what will happen is let's say a company stock will be let's say at $40 a share. And then there's a merger announcement at $50 a share. Well, how much is that stock worth? Well, how likely is the merger? If it's Hundred percent. The minute the merger happens, the stock's worth fifty because they're buying shares for fifty. If you think there's a fifty percent chance of that, well, the stock's worth forty-five. And anyone that took any even you know low-level finance in uh, college, the analysis would be: Well, what's the current price? What's the buy price? What's the likelihood of it happening? You can do the exact same thing. In fact, you should, if you're handicapping these games, do the exact same thing here. What would the price be if this player and this player and this player is out? What would the price be if they're not? What's the likelihood of them being out? So we not only have to account for the players already suspected or officially out, but the next batch of players, which we don't even know who those might be. So this is shooting in the dark a lot. I think people are tending to underestimate the significance of this, is my feel. 
But in general, if I had to play one way or the other, I would bet against the teams with the COVID outbreaks. I have a feeling they're going to be worse than we think. That would be my wild guess. It's wild. The NFL is hard to bet in a regular season. This is just it's, – it's making it unprecedentedly difficult. And what adds to it is in the contest that we're in, the $5,000 Super Contest Gold, if your game is postponed, you get a loss. So you're not even going to look at these well, games. Well, that's the thing. is We had games last year that looked like we were getting six points of value, but there was a chance the game wouldn't be played. So it makes it even more complicated. I personally love complication <laughs> because I think I can navigate it better. I'm against complication. <laughs> no comment on that. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Biggest games this week. Let's take a look at them. The New England Patriots at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, two-and-a-half-point favorites. We talked about this line last show. This is a stunner, okay? Colts favored by two and a half at home says they are equal teams to the Patriots. Now, we looked at it. The Colts lost three. They've won seven of their last ten games, so seven and three. But all three losses, you know, the one to Baltimore, uh, they could have easily won that game. The one, I forget the, the Titans. Uh, the Titans, they could have easily won that game. And then the Tampa Bay, not as easily, but if you added it up, they should have won about half those games. It was a tie game with less than a minute to go. So it was, a, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but Tampa had, what I'm saying is if we do the pregame.com fourth quarter win share, which is looking at every snap of the ball in the fourth quarter, what did the NFL's uh, data say is the chance to win the game? And then we weighed it towards the end of the fourth quarter because that's more important. And in both of those games, the Tennessee game uh, and the uh, Baltimore game, they had about a 50% chance to win and about a 20%, 25 in the Tampa. But in general, it should have been about one and a half wins of those three. So effectively, you could say the Colts are eight and a half wins, one and a half losses the last 10, which is pretty much what the Patriots are. So... I'm kind of leaning Pats here. I might make a pick on the Pats, but it does tell you how respected the Colts are right now, the line in this game. The Green Bay Packers, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Baltimore Ravens. So Lamar Jackson, uncertain. But if you actually look at Lamar, uh, there's no final word on him for the game. If you look at him, the way he played in the first quarter before he got hurt, you look at him the prior couple games – I'm not sure Huntley isn't just as good, at least with the how beat up he's been. Yeah, the, before the ankle even happened, the, Lamar has been bad for the last six games. But if you think about it, this is this is at Baltimore. So this isn't five and a half at Green Bay. This is at Baltimore. So, I mean, this is saying – go ahead. And the, the Humphrey injury that we talked about, they didn't have a chance to expose that in Pittsburgh. They didn't have a chance to expose that play in the Browns. Aaron Rodgers has a chance to expose flaws in the second game. Almost certainly. So it's one of those games you know Green Bay is going to get their points for the most part. The question is, does Baltimore not? So in a way, you can either like the over 
or like Baltimore, you know, because if, if, if Baltimore covers this game, it's probably a shootout because Green Bay is going to get their points. Broncos getting nearly three points at home against the Bengals. This is one of the biggest games of the, the week. So Denver is minus two and a half, aren't they? Yes. Okay. So Denver is about an equal home field advantage in this game. So if you think about it, if you asked 100 people on the street – Denver, Cincinnati, who should be favored? They're going to, you know, 90 is going to say Cincinnati. This Denver team is an equal team to Cincinnati, is what the line's saying. And I think that's right. And they have a heck of a chance to make the playoffs. And a team that wins this game has a heck of a chance to make the playoffs. A team that loses doesn't. And Denver's favored. Almost the first playoff game. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's almost a loser leaves town, as they say. And I know Bridgewater hasn't been great. But I tell you, Denver, other than quarterback, is a mighty good team. And Joe Burrow is expected to play. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.